Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Hey, hey, good morning. Good to see you. Hola. Bonjour. Excellent. Nice to see everyone. Is it nice to be seen? We have the standing stretch series to do today. So for those of you that have been playing along at home over the, the past couple of months, we're going over our basics. And the big idea here is that our practice is basically a play in three acts. We've got vinyasa poses, we've got standing poses, we've got floor poses. Each of those acts has three scenes. Why three acts and three scenes? Because Schoolhouse Rock will tell you. You just go Google Schoolhouse Rock 3, you'll find out. Um, standing stretches are basically act two, scene three. So uh, kind of the porter scene at Macbeth is what you can think of, uh, which is like the one where you're like, what's really going on here? I don't know. Right? So this is the point of practice that the teacher usually kind of like glazes through because her hamstrings are tight. And it's a really nice place to uh, work out your tight hamstrings, hips, hip flexors, quads, uh, so we're going to focus on that part of it today. Maybe we'll get a little more clear on what these poses are about. Uh, we won't be any more clear on that scene of Macbeth. You just like have to go watch that and figure that out yourself. But uh, that's, I think each of us figures it out for ourselves. Uh, kind of like this. We're going to start, though, in hips on a block, getting your feet up. Also, this is the point at which the teacher is ensuring that you have a block for later. Uh, there's like, if you're at home and you don't have a block, Improvise. This will be nice as we'll be kind of using the feet a lot to let them have a little break. Let them get some space, spread your toes, fan out the feet. You can let your eyes fall gently closed, soften your face. And steady into your breath. Inhale, exhale, rhythm that's yours, feels good to you, right? it's the right one. Read here on the layers of you. So there's this physical body, the substance. And there's the stuff that resides inside. Some days high emotional tone. Some days we're in an intellectual or mental race with ourselves. Some days those metaphysical layers are all in sync. All of that is just like, it's all good, it's all real. Where do you happen to be with yourself right now? It's like finding where you are on a map so you know where to go. One more breath here. Bend your knees, slowly bring the soles of your feet to the floor. Spread your feet out into your mat. 
you know, the ball, the big toe, the ball, the baby toe, that's the ball, the foot where the toes uh, kind of connect in. And then in the center of each heel, you got a triangle to your foot because three is a magic number. Lift your toes, spread them out, let them release to the floor. And then press your feet down to lift your hips. You'll slide the block out of the way and then slide down onto your back. Bring your knees into your chest. A little rock side to side. One knee in each hand. The legs stir, the hips. Hug your knees in. Keep the right knee drawn in, extend left out. And hover the left leg above the floor, straighten the right leg, gentle hamstring stretch here. Both legs engaged, breath in. As you breathe out, we're gonna bring knees into the chest, hug them in. And keep left knee in, right leg out. Send the left leg out, Just breathe in, get a read on how the back of the left leg is doing, front of the right leg. When you exhale, knees into the chest, nose to knee. Curl up and then rock up to seated. Uh, land in Padakanasana butterfly. You can take your thumbs to your inner arches and just give a pass through there. We'll massage along the arch of the foot. So from the inner heel to the ball of the foot. You don't have to watch me. You can totally do this yourself. You have feet um, that probably respond to your touch. Um, if you have a thing about not touching your feet, you're welcome not to do this. You could uh, totally skip it. Have a water break. Move the thumbs along the uh, ball of the foot, right at the base of it. So you get the, the lateral arch that you're moving the thumbs across. And take the four fingers, thread them through the thumb, uh, through the thumbs, <laughs> through the toes. More coffee is required. Uh, just go spreading the toes there. And that's it. Come on up to seated, have a big shoulder shrug over onto your hands for down dog. Spread your toes here from the, the true width of the ball of your foot. Lift up onto the ball of the foot and lengthen the ankle or extend the ankle. And then drop the heels down as you do a little soft bend in the knee. Press your feet down and out. and then slightly back. So down, out, back. If I could get you to press in one more direction, I would. Hands down and forward. Reach out through ring and pinky fingertip too, where you spread the upper back. Breath in. Breath out. We'll look forward, walk forward into a ragdoll. Bring feet about mat distance apart. Slide your arms to your legs. We're going to sit back into a ragdoll back squat and then bow forward. And just really, really get the breath going with this little vinyasa. Take the hips about knee level. Draw your heart forward like it was halfway lift. Bow. Sit back. And bow. One more. 
bow forward. We'll release the hands to the mat. Walk feet together. Breathe in. Reach up to standing mountain pose. Exhale, we fold forward, moving into sun A. All the way out. Breathe all the way in, halfway lift. Plant your hands, step back. Low push-up chaturanga. If you've got a different spin on chaturanga, you do that. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Same for up dog. Down dog, breathe all the way out. A series of poses that you can substitute as as needed, as wanted. Look forward, walk or lightly up. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, reach up. The importance of the series is the breath. Bow forward, and then it brings you into this steady rhythm. Inhale, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Chaturanga as you like it. And the same with the back bend, but there's full breath. Full breath out. And you find the end of that breath in that little space, the still point, then walk or hop. And breathe in, half lift, top of the mat. And you find the top of the breath in that little still point. And one more round. And fold. Then. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. I'm going to pause here for a breath in. Press down through your hands. Reach out through ring and pinky finger. Press down through your feet. Also out. Also back. And look forward. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. Good. And bow forward, breathe out. See your hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose. And we exhale, we bow. Breathe in, lift halfway. We're going to walk the feet about hip distance apart and then step the right leg back. Breathing in. Crescent lunge, reach up. As you exhale, hands to the mat. We're going to inhale, left leg up and back, three-legged dog. And exhale, fold the knee in toward the chest. Take a big step into a low lunge. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Breathe out, bow, fingertips down. Front of the mat, step the back foot up. Feet together. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Inhale, reach up. Good work. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe 
breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance, step your left foot back, you got the whole exhale, then you got an inhale, right? then the exhale is to bow, right? so not to fall, but to bow, and then inhaling right leg up and back to stretch that thing long. Exhale, the knee comes in toward your chest, toward your elbow, that whole time to step. Then the inhale brings you up. Right? Hands to heart, to the front. Step up on the exhale. Then you wait for the inhale to bring you up halfway lift. And bow. One more round. I'm going to simplify that breath by breath, or half breath by half breath. Inhale, Ukatasana. Right? Half a breath. It's a, it's a decent amount of time. Bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway and walk your feet hip distance apart. If you need blocks, grab blocks so that you're more steady. Take your right leg back. That's a whole exhale to take the leg back. Then you inhale. So if your arms were off the floor before that, you're rushing. It's okay, it's human. Exhale, bow, hands down. Inhale, take the left leg up and back. Exhale, bend the knee, take a big step, feel the exhale empty out before you reach up. And then hands to heart, bow forward, breathe out, all the way out, right? Because it's hard to breathe in if you didn't breathe out. In and bow forward, breathe out. It's like pouring the cold coffee out of the cup so that you can pour hot coffee in the cup and not have like lukewarm coffee. Breathe in, Ukatasana. Worst yoga teacher ever. And bow forward, breathe out. Possibly best coffee drinker ever. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance. And then left leg back, step on the exhale, feel the breath empty. Then use the inhale to come up. If you're having trouble keeping your hands on the floor, that's your sign for blocks. Hands to the mat. That's an exhale. The inhale is to lift the right leg up and back. The exhale is to fold the knee into the chest. Light step. Breathe in. Reach up. Breathe out. Bow and step and empty. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out, fold, nice. Sunbi, Ukatasana, chair pose. And exhale, fold, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, low push up. And you choose those variations. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Step your right foot forward. Breathe in, warrior one. You got a whole breath in to do this thing called warrior one. Then the breath out. Hands to the mat. Step back, down dog, or low push-up. What do you have breath for? Look, honestly, where do you need to empty your breath? Breath in without rushing. Rest your breath out. Take it down. And start to do more. Mind wants to rush. Left foot forward. But it doesn't have to. And breathe in. 
In fact, when you have more to do, rushing is usually not the answer. Hands to heart, to the mat, quality of breath. Exhale, down dog or low push up. And what is the quality of that breath you got right now? Inhale and exhale. Really good. We'll pause here. So that's the, that's the act one. That's the vinyasa portion. We got moving. Act two, scene one, standing strengtheners. Love them. Walk your feet together. Take your right leg up and back. Three-legged dog. Bend your knee. Bring it to your chest. Have a big step. Back foot flat. Come up and around warrior two. Take the arms out of it for a moment. Hands to heart. Check that you're in the longest warrior two available for you today. Like it's not a split. And you're not holding on with your toes. You're not overwhelmed. You're not underwhelmed either. Get whelmed. Like just Get, our next t-shirt, get whelmed. <laughs> I got whelmed at three dog yoga. That sounds nice. <laughs> and take your arms up. We're gonna go palms up for a moment. Bend the elbows, put heavy trays on your hands. And so you've got the, uh, the idea that you're holding something heavy and you're using your core body to help you. Right, so we just flap the arms up. We don't necessarily have to use the core body. Okay, the idea that you got, you're having a party, man. You're lowering the, those elbows, you got the weight on the hands, then press out to whatever degree your arms extend. Some of our elbows don't extend all the way. That's fine. You just like, you accept that as it is, work strength through your core, through the biceps, then just flip the palms over, but keep the biceps rolled toward the ceiling. Good. Dig into your front heel, sit low. Keep that depth reverse. With an exhale, Pull your hands down and step back to down dog or low push up. How much breath do you have? What's the quality of your breathing right now? <laughs> Breathe in. If you need to simplify something for quality of breath purposes, you simplify that thing. Down dog, breathe out. Doing something complex and poorly is not really what we're here for. Feet together, breathe in. Lift the left leg up. When you exhale, a big step on your center line. Come up and around for warrior two. And then enter so long as warrior two you got on this side, which may be different than the other side. Palms up again. And the elbows. Like as if someone had their hands under your elbows, you're pushing down into their hands. So you got this action of the arms that tethers the shoulder blades to the back. Reach through the fingers and extend the trays outward with, with some like just resistance there. So got biceps really engaged. Then flip the palms. We're going to sit low in the front leg. Those, those you're going to sit by pulling front heel into the mat, but keeping the back foot grounded. Right. The abdominal lift, the lift of the center of your chest that you get if you were holding those heavy trays. Keep that. It may have they've gotten lost in transition. That's fine. Bring it back. Next inhale, stay low in the front leg. Reverse. Nice. When we exhale, and cartwheel up. And then assess, is there enough to get you to Chaturanga? If there is, do. Then a full breath in. A full breath. When you're empty, take your right leg up and back behind you. 
when you exhale, bend the knee, bring it toward your elbow. You can control that swing. And actually, it's not a swing, it's a movement. Step into crescent lunge. And we'll twist hands to heart center. Rotate the body and bring elbow toward the knee. And hover it above, slightly inside. You can open the arms and you can take the forearm across the leg for sure. You could hover it inside if you want more abdominal work. If you want more twist, press the leg into the arm and the arm back into the leg. Good. Breath in, draw your heart up and forward. Breath out, ground into your feet. Breath in, heart up and forward. Breath out, squeeze the back leg. Draw your abdominals in. The next inhale, we're gonna come up and around warrior two. Try to stay low in the leg. As low as you can say in the warrior two positioning. Side angle pose. Arm inside the front thigh. Reach long. Upper arm, palms gonna face down. And reach through ring and pinky fingertip. Pair that with your back heel pressing back and down. One more breath in. When we exhale, look to your mat, plant your hands, step back down dog or low push up. What do you have breath for? Breath in. Breath all the way out. Then without kicking the leg up, you squeeze the leg and you direct it up to three-legged dog. Then bend the knee, bring the knee to the left elbow. Pull in tight, honest attempt to touch those things together. Then step, press into your feet, come up to crescent. Then hands to heart center. We'll twist first to organize the spine. Then bring down to yeah, crescent twist. Elbow slightly inside the knee for now. When you open your arms, you might take the arm across the leg. You'll keep your chest inside the leg. So we're not gonna curl over the leg. We're gonna pull the heart forward, keeping the spine down the center line of the mat. Breathe in and breathe out. It is a challenging shape to breathe into. Use your effort there. Get breath in all the way. And all the way out without hurry. There's no emergency here. If you need to lighten up, you can lighten up. This is not a situation to suffer through. You hold the volume knob and all the tuner knobs. Ideally, you equalize this for yourself and how much the breath is doing, how much the body is doing, how much the mind is doing. Next inhale. Up and around, warrior two, stay low in the legs. Then exhale, side angle pose, forearm inside the front. And press again, arm into leg, leg into arm. Uh, upper arm, if that's feeling shoulder tension, you could just take hand to hip and work the shoulder blade in toward the center of the back. And that's not just anything, but uh, you could simplify this and add to the twist component. If the arm is reaching, palm is down, and it's about the side body lengthening. Go back, heel down, ball the baby toe down and back, and then reach through ring and pinky fingertip. One more breath here. And when you exhale, look to the mat, back, down dog, or low push. 
backward facing dog. Down dog, breathe out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. Hold up your hips back, Ukatasana chair pose. Hands to your heart center. As you do that, send your bum back, body parallel to the floor like half lift. And then left elbow to the outside of the right knee. Open the arms and then slide up until you're like mid forearm or maybe your wrist at the leg so your chest can get some height in this. If you want to get deeper in this, sit your bum back, keep your heart up. Press arm into leg, leg into arm, stabilize the twist there. Try this cactus your upper arm, pull your elbow toward your back wall, and then use that to get more shoulder blade action in towards center. Breath in, heart forward, and breath out, release this fold. Walk your feet. Shoulder distance apart to mat distance apart. Parangustasana will take a few fingers to the big toes. Breathe in, lift halfway, heart forward. Breathe out, elbows go out to the side. You don't necessarily pull on your toes. You send the elbows out to the side to send your shoulder blades wide. You can drop your head, keep space in your upper back. Breath in. Breath out. Release your hands, walk your feet together. Inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose. Hands to heart center, send your hip crease back, send your bum back, parallel to the floor, then twist and take the uh, right elbow toward the outside of the left knee. Open the arms, at least the lower arm. Left hand could go to your hip. Slide up until you feel like you've got length through your front body from your navel to your sternum. Right. And that gives you the ability then to twist. Right. That's the area where the spine is twisting. You need space for it. We don't want to round there. Drop your hips low. Take your heart high. If you do want to get deeper in this pose, it's all about the bend of the knees, not a rounding of the spine. Good. Nobody likes this pose. Dig your heels in. Right. You just appreciate this pose. Border on appreciation of this pose. Exhale, bow forward, or appreciate the fact that you just did it and it's over. Walk the feet apart. You can go Padangasasana with the peace fingers to the big toes, or Padangasasana, hands underneath the feet. Uh, when you're doing that, just worry about your fingers. They should not be uncomfortable. They can find their, their own way. The foot in the cup of the palm is the point here that is giving you a little massage, a little acupressure. The pad of your thumb is the point. And it doesn't like that's not for your body but then like the day that you just like accept that and move on is the best day of your life like when we accept something in better body it's kind of like like what your hair is going to do is what your hair is going to do you know that day when you accept that your hair is just going to do what your hair is going to do like like my hair just wants to be curly and part in the middle like it's 1976 and fine it's 1970 like shirley temple meet farrah fawcett like once you can like just take that in and be like, ah, my body does not like this pose because of structural reasons. And you get out of it and do something that it does like, it's freedom. Right. Release your hands, bring your feet together. 
and then crouch down. Take crow. As we're moving from standing poses into balance poses, okay. or standing strengtheners to balance, staying balance. Look forward, walk, hop, skip, jump, crawl, and then give it back. Right. Down dog, so crow to down. Dog. This is like our intermission where, like, well, honestly, like most of us get a drink. So, like, <laughs> truly, we're moving into uh, act two, scene two, standing balance, look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Draw your heart forward and bow forward. So, the strengtheners rile us up. We then use the balance series to focus ourselves in. in on your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Our purpose here is coming to the center. We're gonna take eagle with the forearms pressed together rather than wrapped. So elbows to shoulder height. If your elbows get together, great. If not, also great. You're pressing inward towards center. Centering up is the action. Right leg over top. And set your gaze straight ahead of you. There are arms there. It's as if you're gonna look through them because You've softened your gaze to take in the whole periphery, the horizon, this really calm and all-encompassing way. The arms are right there, but they're not an obstacle to that because the, the drishti is a mental setting rather than a physical one. Next inhale, you gotta unwind that thing. That looked great. Reach up. And then same thing with the arms. Bring them down. Fan your hands wide. Feel the inner ring of knuckles press. Right? And hug the elbows in. If your elbows get together and then you're kind of like, what's going on here? There's nothing going on here. Then start to pull the arms apart into a V shape. Then left leg over and sit back. And again, you're just focusing the drishtiyama, the restraint of the gaze, restraint of the focus into this stillness of the eyes without the eyes becoming hard, the vision staying open enough to be relaxed of mind, good. If that's hard to get to in the shape you're in, like change the shape. Next inhale, you unwind and reach up. Right arm down. Take the right leg back behind you to a toe. We're gonna take dancer with foot on the floor for right now. Press into your left foot, squeeze both legs, and then just gentle lift of the foot off the floor. Really get the lift of the right leg by squeezing hamstring and glute muscle. It'll be enough. Take the arm that, as they are and squeeze the shoulder blades together. In towards center, like sliding doors. Breath in, heart up. As you breathe out, bend the knee. See if the foot and hand will tag, but don't grab. And then hands to heart center and pause. Breath in. Breath out. And we'll inhale, reach up. And exhale, left arm down and left foot back to a toe. So tondu. Correct, Ms. Brown? Okay. Then the squeeze of the leg. So you've got the 
back leg straight and you're working hamstring, glute muscles to keep it there. And you're balancing on the right foot. Eyes are set straight ahead, eye level. Squeeze your shoulder blades together on your back. Spread through the chest. Breath in. Check that you've got that. If you're not breathing, you're not balanced. Right. You're, you're faking it, which can only last for so long. Whatever you're doing, faking it can only last for so long. Bend the knee. Can you tag the heel without grabbing? And then hands to heart center. Pause. Right? These are our tuning fork poses. Everything gets highly, highly vibrational. And then you center back in. That one clear tone. We'll take tree. Let the right foot slide up. Do anywhere on the inside of the left foot, left leg, left inner thigh, wherever you want to go. That maintains that, that clear signal of your breath, your posture working together. It's okay if it doesn't go past your ankle, right? There's like, like when we're practicing balance poses, like it's about the balance and the, the quality of that is an internal one. Lift the center of your chest, lift your arms. If there's balance and you want to extend the pose in order to challenge the balance, to, to see where it's possible to remain in balance, good. First, you get that sense that, that you are at peace with what you're doing. Breath in. And hands to heart center, foot to the mat, pause and watch. It's not that you can't wiggle around, it's that you don't have to. You are not compelled by every urge you have. That's another day that you get total freedom when you realize you're not compelled by every urge you have. You are smarter and stronger than those. And the other side, big tree, start by placing the foot well, somewhere that you're gonna feel that your body, your breath, your nervous system right, are well balanced. There's not a lot in life that tree pose is going to get you besides the opportunity to practice being balanced. When you feel the steadiness, the ease with yourself here, then you start to expand on this. You can make it big and beautiful, but it can be bright and wonderful with your hands at heart center in the foot. Or you just like just humble, kind of low setting for trees equally grounding and centering. Get the read on what you're practicing. Are you practicing balance? Are you practicing faking it? Are you practicing being stressed out about balance? Please don't practice being stressed out about balance. Breath in. When you breathe out, hands back in, foot to the mat and pause, right? So that, that highly vibrational, all the tones, right? Coming into one because you're paying attention, you're breathing, having one body, mind experience here. Next inhale, you're gonna reach up, mountain pose. And bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. 
plant your hands, step back, high or low push up. Whatever you got breath for, you do. Breathe in. Make our way back to down dog. On clear the balance. Now into the standing stretches. If your block's not near you, grab your block now. We're gonna step the right foot forward into warrior one, which in this particular series is just a little pass through. Same thing with warrior two. Then straighten your front knee. Bring hands to the hips and you'll notice the back hips higher than the front. You want that front hip has dropped a little bit. Pull it back underneath your hip crease underneath you. Triangle. Then take a block in the hand. Just for now, humor yourself with the block in the hand outside the front foot. And with the use of the block, uh, be able to check in with both feet. Be sure they're on the same track. That could be aligned heel to heel. It could be aligned front heel with back arch. And find the three points of each foot again. Press those. The most important triangles you're going to work here. The three points of each foot pressing the floor. Then the triangle of your front leg, your side body, and your arm. Make that one as big as you can make it. So the uh, key there is the drawing of the hip crease back, the heart forward, which may mean that you take your hand or your block slightly forward in order to lengthen your front body. If you're not moving your hand forward, your front body can't go anywhere. You have the space between your hip and your underarm. That needs to be longer. In order for that to happen, your hand can't be backward. Uh, so you go as far as that's going to take you. If you want to then take the block away, go for it. You're welcome to keep the right side body long. This top hand, the, the last triangle that we're going to focus on right now, is the one between your feet and your top hand. You want your feet and your top hand in one plane so that the hand stacks, uh, the best way to find that is the upper hand stack right over the shoulder. It could, the upper arm could cactus. Your hand's still gonna stay in that, that one plane of your body. The thing we don't want is the arm back behind. And, and, and it will drop back behind if we're not paying attention. So press into your feet, draw your heart forward. Breath in and out. One truth about standing stretches is that we have to stay in them a little while until I get to the pose. We have to breathe here for them to be effective. One more long, slow breath. Be good to your neck. You do not have to see the top hand. And bend your front knee, soften it, press into your feet. And, and as you come up to stand, we're going to take the, the front arm and reach into a reverse triangle, completely, totally made up, make-believe pose uh, that I'm sure I'm not the only one who, who made it up, but we definitely just created it in like teacher training because we felt good. Press your feet down. Same thing here, the triangle, the big triangle, feet pressing down and that hand overhead. Mm -hmm. Back to center and hands at your hips. We're going to step toward pyramids. You can bring your back foot, step it up, and then step your feet wide. At least hip distance could be wider. Your hips, your shoulders square with the front of your mat. We're then going to bow inside the front leg. Your, your spine is inside the front leg, your right arm 
might be outside the front leg. If your hands come easily to the floor, cool, leave them there. If it's a, if it's a bit much to touch the floor here, grab your block and uh, or grab two blocks. More important than do your hands reach the floor. Can you release your upper body? Which for most of us is helped along by the hands on the blocks, the elbows getting a little soft or a lot soft. And once you have the shape of this, the alignment, you start working the actions first. You might want to lengthen or widen the stance just to, to see if that is indeed good for you. Prime action here is pressing the front foot down and forward to pull the front hip, the right hip, in toward the center line. The second action is squeezing the back leg to stabilize whatever you get from the front. And upper body inside the front leg, this is released as it can be here. You feel really at ease with taking your arms behind you for uh, lacing the fingers and shoulder expansion there. Go for it. If that just becomes a struggle or you start grinding your teeth because you're doing, like that's not necessary. You want to take this this particular series and calm the nervous system. Still working pretty strong. So standing stretches. We don't give up all the elements of strengthening. And we do want to, to avoid amping ourselves up and use this as time to, to keep that steady focus we had in the balance and apply it to getting these tighter spots, the usual suspects, to, to let go a bit. And your hip is going to have a get a lot of information from how your upper body is doing, how your face and neck and throat are doing. If it's getting information that they are stressed out, then it's going to it's going to stay pretty locked because that's fight or flight happening. You can soften your face if you can give the muscles of communication and expression a little time off. The hips recognize that as things are all right. We don't have to run away from the bear. On your next inhale, draw your heart forward. And then if you don't have a block already, get one. Get that block in your left hand. Bring your right hand to your right hip. I'm going to say this is okay. You spin your back heel up a little bit. Just do spin your back heel up a little bit. Twisting triangle, right hip crease goes back, draw your heart forward, stack your right shoulder as much over the left as it will go. Okay. And we're lifting the back heel, prioritizing keeping the front leg as straight as possible to make this different than the uh, twisting half or twisting crescent. Okay. Now, if you feel comfortable extending right arm up, that's a the thing, conversation for you to have with your shoulder. If it feels great, it feels great. If you then, once you've gotten yourself into this positioning, twisting triangle, want to spin your back heel down, by all means, do that. But notice if it takes your hip off, hips offline. So your hips start to then like flay out to the side, flay, not flay, splay, no. slide, whatever. 
draw your heart forward. I created a lot of new words this week. I cannot create one more. Breath in. With a breath out, release the upper hand to the mat. Look forward. Step back, down dog. We're just going to straight down dog. Pause and take note of the two sides of your body. What is going on? And get a read on it without getting an analysis of it. Beautiful time on our yoga mat. To, we don't have to have an opinion about anything. There's nothing to defend. There's nothing to sell anybody on, let alone yourself. You're just experiencing, noticing what you experience. And useful. Exhale, you're empty. You can step your left foot forward. Warrior one. Breathe in. We're in vinyasa here. Warrior two. You can breathe all the way out. Then hands to your hips. Breathe in. We're going to straighten the front leg. And then we're giving some attention to detail. So right hip is high. Left hip has gone low. You're going to keep that going. And then at the tip here at the hip crease, keep pulling the hip crease back. Grab a block in order that you have some mobility. This is where the block is helpful just to, to be able to lengthen the side body as you, as you wish. So right hand at your right hip for now. Focus on the three points of each foot, working down into the mat. Bend, do that for a moment, then stop doing that. And do it again. Feels different. You've created the first triangle, the one with your legs in the mat, by pressing your feet into the floor. In that second triangle, lengthen the left side by taking the block forward, possibly. It's like a dropping of your left ribs that we're looking for. What tends to happen in this pose is the right ribs want to round up. Go ahead and let that happen. Like your, like your right ribs just inflate and, and then go the other way. Drop them, draw your heart forward, lengthen the left side. Try to do that same action on the left side. Then top hand can go up and form the, uh, you know, not the last triangle, just like 27 triangles in this. But the other one that we're thinking of is one that's the two feet on the ground and this point up top, your middle fingertip on the same plane. The upper arm for sure is, uh, it's, it's optional. It's decoration. It might be more useful as a cactus arm up there that allows you to get into the upper back. If you're here to get better posture into your life, cactus the upper arm, squeeze your shoulder blade in towards center. Keep the hand in that same plane as the body. And this is where right, this becomes a yoga pose instead of a, just a stretch. Right? So we have this you know, organization, this alignment, keeps your mind involved from the soles of your feet to the tips of your fingers. Two more breaths here. Bend the front knee and come up to stand and 
when you get to standing, straighten the front leg again and reach long through the left side. So just airing out, air your grievances, go for it. Like just let them out. That new breath in. And then back up to standing. Back foot's gonna step up considerably for pyramid. You're gonna step wide. <laughs> Lift up and bow forward. <laughs> and spook himself. I'm not sure. <laughs> my, my pyramid step was pretty dramatic there, I guess. Um, all right. From here, we'll, <laughs> we'll all reassess what we're doing. Gibbs is still confused, <laughs> but front toe straight ahead and your back foot turned out to the side a bit. It could also, the heel could pull up if you if you need it to, to get your hips to center. Once you found the, the appropriate spacing for your legs, which has to do with, can you bow inside your front leg? If the answer is no, if you have to uh, kind of struggle with that, go wider with the feet, wider apart. All of our, our legs are set at slightly different angles. This is again about just accepting the body geometry that you have in order to get in a pose where you can actually work for more flexibility. That's, that's what the acceptance of, of your bone structure will do for you. It's not that you just give up on anything. So once you've acknowledged, I need a wider stance, I need a shorter stance, you can actually then stay in these positionings, these asanas, in a way that benefits you rather than just Kind of struggling to fit in to a shape. Right? There's very little uh, that is good for unless you, you know, want to take a photo and put it up on whatever is trending right now with a hashtag. If that's not really what you're here for, adapt until you feel what you are here for. Press your front foot down, squeeze your back leg tightly. Breath in, and breath out. On your inhale, you're gonna draw your heart forward. Take a block underneath your right hand. Your left hand to your hip crease and use the left fingertips to pull back. And that action right there is really getting at what we're trying to do here with the, the front leg hamstring. Uh, is, 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 it's feeling it, yes? Oh, good. Excellent. Good. They were audible in here. There's, that, that's, that's a perk. We, we don't have to stay as long. Back left shoulder over right. Now, the essence of the twist, let your back heel spin up to get that. Just let it happen. If it diminished the pose for you, right, then you put the heel back down. For most of us, it's just going to give us a little more balance in this twist to stack left shoulder over right. And then take the left arm up. Should your shoulder be okay with that? One thing to check if your shoulder is not okay with the extended arm, see if it's okay with a cactus or a W shape and pull the elbow toward the back wall as you draw shoulder blade in toward the center of your back. And again, if you are here to make your posture better, like to strengthen the, the muscles that hold you upright, use this technique. If the hand needs to be at the hip, still use that technique with the muscles of your back. 
Breath in, heart forward. And breath out, hands to the mat. We're going to step back. Down dog. Feel the two legs. Breath in. Breath out. And walk about halfway up your mat and turn to the side you like for straddle. Uh, in the room, we can all turn to the left so that uh, we don't end up in each other's asana. You turn to your left, but that's cool if you want to turn to your right. Yeah, that just means you'll be able to look at him in the eyes. Yeah. Soulfully, while you straddle. That's why we all turn to the guys at home. You turn to the side you like because there's a camera involved and there's an asana involved. In the studio, we turn to the left because uh, otherwise we end up gazing at each other in this pose. And that's unless you're married, unless you're the brown couple, like that's weird. <laughs> and honestly, we don't even want to be in the room if the brown couple is doing that. <laughs> so finding finding your straddle, that is the straddle thing. For the fold, walk your feet in a little more narrow than you think you need to be. Right. And then bow forward and bring your hands in this to the same line as your feet. And that's, uh, there's the option of being on blocks, but there's hands in line with feet, either they're in line with your toes, or you can walk them back to be in line with your heels. If doing that brings your head to the floor, walk your feet together. If you were in no danger of your head getting to the floor, cool, that's fine too. In this prasarita, a your hands and feet equally work the floor to pull you into a rather deep forward fold. I'm not going to go through the whole alphabet, like Bravo, Charlie, Delta. Like we're going to go just like with like Foxtrot and Tango. So, so you got this one is it when we say straddle fold, this is this is it. And walk your hands out into where you're in a flat back, whether you're on the floor or a block, you've come to a parallel with the mat. Walk your feet out as wide as they go. This is straddle split. And your feet stay grounded here. So it's, it's still a standing pose. Um, it's a deep standing pose. It's the last standing pose. We're gonna do last. That's a great word. You just keep walking there. And when you get to the edge of this, your body will tell you. You want to stop before this becomes a knee stretch. If this becomes an inner knee stretch, that's too far. If it becomes an ankle stretch, that's too far. And that goes back to body geometry. But if you get yourself past a point where you're stretching muscles and you're stretching into the joint spaces, you're probably not doing yourself any good in the musculature. It's going gonna, it's gonna to load up the joint space. So stay shy of feeling it in knees or ankles. Inner thighs, yes, they're feeling it deeply. They probably want out. If you're in the place where your inner thighs want out of this pose, congratulations, you have arrived in this pose. The, the Iyengar quote for that, and there is an Iyengar quote for everything. Uh, the Iyengar quote is, you're not in the pose, Till you want to get out of the pose. Breath in. Breath out. And we'll walk the feet in toward each other. 
until you get to a manageable distance apart for you to come around to seed it. Yeah. And then directly down onto your back. From here, a bridge or a wheel or a Soptabhata Kanasana. All three would be appropriate. All three are at different degrees of back bending, opening the front body. We've just done a ton of opening the back body. So a little balance here. And this is in the, in the order of events, bridge between act two and act three has been crossed and we're in the floor postures and we go immediately to back bends because of that because that standing series is so back body intensive and you engage through those muscles and stretch the front body and slowly make your way down to your mat if you're up and in to knees to chest gently if, especially if you're, you're in a big, big wheel. Just the, the bigger the pose you were taking, the slower you sneak out of it. Find your own way through the floor series from here towards Shavasana. So appropriate things to do, some hip openings, some twists, some zoning out a little bit because you were paying a lot of attention there. Well, give you all the... Focus Brain Award today. Actually, a, a side effect of, of standing poses because we have to remain upright. We have to keep some degree of balance. They, they allow us to be in those deeper stretches without as much opportunity to zone out. And as you do eventually make your way to rest, know that you did well. Whatever it is you were meant to take from this, you got. Cool thing about having a shared practice like this is that you don't have to take any of this information with you. We'll practice it together. Tense your body, mind, or heart received something from the fact that you were here. Moving, breathing, paying attention. It's time to let that stuff settle in.
so ready to come back. So with long, slow breath in, just let the breath make its way out through the body, find fingers and toes, and start to gently wiggle. And you roll to your right side and pause there. Have a moment of stillness where there is zero hurry to get anywhere. And up to seated, take your time. And, and when you arrive, arrive with no urgency. There is no pressure. You're here. And from that stillness, lift and broaden through your body. Getting to your full space, your full height, your full presence. There's no urgency, no hurry. You have a moment to be still, to know this space. And we'll draw hands together at heart center. And thumbs to forehead center. That was great, y'all. Namaste. Super. Thank y'all. Have a great Sunday. See you soon. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.